Hey, mates, welcome into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasselo. Sitting opposite me is my co-host, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Uh, this is it. This is our final show for the year. Uh, Merry Christmas to all of our listeners. Uh, thanks. Uh, it's It's been a great year here in the Little Dum Dum Club, hasn't it, Carl? Um, it's been an adequate one. Yeah, it's been for good. sure. You know, we've at, been able to afford least. some renovations. It's been good. Uh, yeah, no, it has been good. There's more people listening to it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. Good. I want to say thanks to everyone who's been listening this year. It's been, uh, it, it's been really nice. There's been a lot of support. There's a lot, been a lot of really nice feedback. Uh, people sending us nice things, people doing pictures of us and all that sort of yep, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are requesting t-shirts, which is cool. One thing though, and I don't know where this has come from, in the last month, I've noticed an overwhelming amount of feedback, both on our Facebook page and Twitter and also on our email address. People saying, I didn't know what you guys looked like, <laughs> yes. so I looked you up on Google and now I wish I didn't know yeah. what you looked like. Where's this cut? Like, all of a sudden, people have just... I can understand it. But I, but what I haven't heard is people people have all gone. Oh, we didn't know you looked like that. Yeah. And it's like, well, what did people think we looked like? Like, like we know that people thought that you were like a thirteen-year-old girl. Uh huh. Yeah. But what did they think I look like? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe because th- that's the thing. Maybe those people who've written that in can now write what they were expecting to see. Yeah, that's what they should send us. What you thought, or if you don't know what we look like, still send us a message. Saying who you think we look like. Like, give us some celebrities, maybe. Yeah, I'm going to say, if at this point, if you've been listening long enough and you don't know what we look like, just don't for now, because overwhelmingly, people are regretting yeah, doing apparently it. it's not good. Yeah, but I just don't know why it's all happening now. Why the sudden curiosity as to what we look like? They must have just tried to look us up on Facebook to, to wish us <laughs> Merry Christmas and gone, oh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird thing to get back. Yeah. You had a little bit of Maryborough juice for us. Oh, yes, because, you know, the, the Yuletide season, I go back to see my folks. So I've gone back to my hometown of Maryborough, and it's very exciting time back there, not only because it's holiday season and people are getting back to, you know, getting together and, and uh-huh. catching up and whatever, but... I don't know if I've said this on the program, whether I found out this very long ago or not, but Maribyrnong now has a McDonald's. Uh-huh. So we are officially a metropolis okay. now, I think. <laughs> a bustling yeah, yeah, metropolis. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm very excited. I, we, I made a special trip in because my parents live out of town, so I made a special half an hour trip in to To get McDonald's. No, no, just to look at it. I didn't <laughs> even get it. I just went and looked at it because it was like doing it for my 15-year-old self. Sure, of, of sure. just like going, oh my God, what if I'd been in high school and I'd got to hang out there all day? Because that's <laughs> definitely what would have happened and what is happening now. And did you see the equivalent of like a 15-year-old Carl Chandler just abusing people in the car park? No, I saw the novelty hadn't worn off yet. There, so there was still so many people. There was no one else in the whole town. Oh, a lot of rubber and there was just Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was just, <laughs> well, we would have not looked out of place because we drove up and just looked in and went, oh, and then like, but I actually went back three times to have a look. I don't know why, but I kept going back and my girlfriend's like, do you want to go in and get something? No, no, I just want to look at it. All right. Okay. Well, you've never seen one before. No, I've seen a million. Okay. Well, this makes no sense, but, <laughs> but it's like, you know, I heard that, um, it is exactly what I thought it was. Uh, when it opened, there was such a such an excitement in the town because this town's eight <laughs> eight thousand people or less. It's ex- I love you going. It's exactly like what I thought it would be. Yeah, it's a McDonald's. No, 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 no. But what happened when when it opened <laughs> right. was that there was a like a line for two blocks. Really? Yeah. When it first opened, there was a line of cars for two blocks, like only for the drive-through. Like you know, the the place was probably empty, but the drive-through there was like two blocks of. Utes with those massive bull aerials. Because I would imagine this is a town where you can't get anything just out of your car. You know uh, what I mean? Is there driving anything? Is there a thirsty camel? 
No, there's a oh, there's a KFC now. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Since I left, see okay. all these cool things happen after I left. KFC, McDonald's, yeah, running water. Yeah, just quickly though, that that not to keep our guests waiting too long, but that does remind me. On Christmas morning, I was driving back from the Gippsland region with my girlfriend, and uh, we stopped in at a McDonald's quickly uh, just to get some chips. And she went to the bathroom, and I was waiting, and this old old woman came up to me and just sort of thrust a notepad in my face. And I thought it was going to be like an asking for money thing. And she goes, can you call my son Dean and ask him to come and pick me up? And so I'm like, what do you, you can't say no. So I've like called the number. Oh, bro. I thought she was going to be senile and you were supposed to ring Dean on the notepad. Oh, right. No, 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 no. Well, it it did take her a while to bring out the numbers. She's like pointing at it going, can you do this? I'm like, yeah. And then she's like, yeah, so do it. I'm like, I need the number. I don't know Dean. So <laughs> she, you know, she gives me the number. I call him. He didn't pick up for the first, like, three times I tried. I'm like, so how's, where does, where's this end up? Because it's like 11 a.m. Christmas morning. Right. And then finally he picks up and sounds, like, really annoyed. He's like, yeah. I'm like, hey, my name's Tom. Um, I'm in a, a McDonald's on this stretch of road with Edith, your mum. She's, like, waiting for you to come pick her up if you could do that. And he goes, yeah, right, I'll be right there. And we're like, okay, we'll see you, Edith. Good luck. And then we leave. And then as we're driving back, we notice there's like at least seven other McDonald's on this stretch of highway oh. that we've told him to go to. So <laughs> the moral of the story there is Edith is probably dead. Uh, I just, I got really freaked out because I didn't think about it until like late last night and I was nearly going to call because I still had this guy's number in my phone and go, g'day Dean, it's your old mate Tom. Just wondering, uh, how's Edith doing? Did she get back okay? She's probably dead because there was no actual food around. So Yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> I just like that that's the, she's, I don't know, she's gone wandering and that's the first. I, the best bit of the story was that you were in a McDonald's at 11 o'clock on Christmas yeah. Yeah. Morning. That was my favourite bit. My girlfriend had too much to drink on Christmas Eve and got car sick and needed some chips from oh. McDonald's to make her not car sick. Yep. I don't know. It yeah. sounds like I'm yeah, covering for something, but that's actually it's like what al- happened. Algebra, two negatives equal positive. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Uh, today on the show, uh, we have a very special guest. We're very uh, glad that he has joined us. You will know him from The Late Show with David Letterman. You'll know him from the panel. Please welcome into the Little Dum Dum Club, Jeff Stilson. Yay! Yay! Little Dum Dum Club. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's, this is the first time when I've actually, you've known the name of the show, right? Yeah. Can you please stay anyway? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I, no. No, I didn't know that. No, no, no. You I know. You don't, you don't tell the guests that, do you? <laughs> yeah, I, I've just realized I didn't mention that at all in any no, stage. And I've just also noticed that anytime we have gotten a guest in here that's been good, it's because who we don't previously know. It's because I've not mentioned the name, and then I've been sending out a lot of emails trying to scout people, you know, who we don't know, and I'm mentioning the name in the email, and none of them are getting back to me. Yeah. So maybe no, I like it. I yeah, like it. it's certainly uh, appropriate for me. <laughs> no, no, it's not aimed at you. When we thought of the show a year ago, it wasn't aimed directly at you. But then we have since realised that it is kind of uh, indirectly slagging everyone that agrees to come in and be on the show. Yeah, yeah, you're you're worthy of being a dickhead. Come in with us. Yeah, yeah. exactly, oh, exactly. Um, so is it, has it been worth it? The whole wild ride of working at Letterman and for Chris Rock and stuff just to get here, just to get to the little Dum Dum Club. Well, it's all built to this. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It's, uh, the Letterman thing, uh, was almost 20 years ago and it's hard to believe that I've been doing it that long, but yeah, I'd done spots on the show and then, uh, starting in 89 and then I, um, took a writing job 
at Letterman from '93 to '95. Oh yeah, because well, because that's the amazing thing. Because you don't you don't really speak of this yourself. Like you know, I've known you for a little while, and I, and I never hear you actually talk about what you do or whatever. But you're you've obviously got a very 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 impressive uh, entry on IMDb. Like all the things you do that you don't actually talk about that I would be screaming from the hilltops. You'd have them tattooed well, on you. Yeah, exactly. It was all so long ago. I would change Jesus. my name to the shows that I've worked on. Oh God. <laughs> My my IMDb profile is just two weeks of working on Good News Week, so or or two Good News Weeks, I guess. Well, I'll tell you. Before I worked on Letterman, I worked on uh, Tonight Live. Ah, yes. This was this was weird. Did you worked for Tonight Live? I worked Tonight Live because I came after I did my first Letterman. I got booked to perform in Australia, and that's when I came here for the first time in '89 and fell in love with the place. And and for people that don't know what Tonight Live is or was. It's a. It was a Tonight Show twenty years ago, hosted by Steve Weissart, which was a direct copy of the David Letterman a, a, a Show. Complete rip off, and I don't know if this is true, and I don't want the little dum dum club to get dum dums. They call themselves dum dums. <laughs> I don't want. I don't, but I always heard that uh, Channel Seven owned the rights to. Uh, at that point, um, it was on CBS. The uh, Letterman was on yes. CBS. Yeah. So uh, they owned the rights to the show. So it couldn't air here. Oh, yes, that's right. So he could do basically just rip off the show. And, and no one would see yeah. pre-internet. No one even knew what Letterman was yet. And then when Tonight Live went off the air and Letterman finally started to air in Australia, um, people accused people in Australia here accused Letterman <laughs> of ripping off Vizard. <laughs> I'm really angry about yeah. it. Does, Look, does, he does a, a top ten list instead of a top seven list. <laughs> and you, was there anyone was who great. sort of tried to put two and two together and go, wait a minute, that Jeff Stilson guy was here on Tonight Live, oh, and then yeah, he's gone back and he's yeah, got his writing yeah, job on Letterman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now there's, well, all, to... now there's also a show in America called Hey Hey It's Friday. <laughs> oh, Jesus. God. But I took the gig because, and I had no idea that it was a it was a, a ripoff. Yeah. And uh, uh, but I wanted to stay in Australia for a year, so I so I I worked on the show, and then slowly found out what it was. You worked on the inadvertent the, the, franchise the foundation, <laughs> and then I went and got the Letterman job, and I thought, Christ, what if Letterman finds out that I've been working on this <laughs> st- stolen show? So I was. Always kind of scared. On so, the pirate version. Yeah. So, but did then, could you then steal your own jokes that you wrote for Tonight Live and then put them back on Letterman? So suddenly it's no, like, yeah, it's like were, working, it's like the so snake eating horrible. itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because so Jeff's going to take all yeah, of his old Joan Kerner yeah, jokes yeah. From, from the right, Joan from Tonight Kerner, Live. That's exactly right. That's a good reference. We did have Joan Kerner well, jokes. Maybe you, yeah. it, maybe you could get a job on there. Oh, yeah. Can you put a word uh, in for him? The, 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 the band leader, uh, Paul. Was another Paul? Yeah, it was Paul. Even. Yeah, going, really. I mean, yeah, you're Steve going Isaac, that far with it. No, but he even stole the, with pencil. the pencil thing. The yeah. pencil, all of it. He'd flick the pencil around. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, who would have thought that he, he even, would yeah. end up in jail? Well, this is what I. Yeah, <laughs> this is what I heard. I heard that because uh, I've had this conversation with people before, and go, how did it happen? Like, how did they get away with doing it? Like, the world's not that small of a place. Even back in the not, you know, early nineties, I or couldn't believe it, it either. But someone said to me, like I said, how how did they not find out and then sue, you know, Visa, sue, sue Australia as a nation maybe, whatever it is. But then it was explained to me, they said, well, look, what if, you know, say the little dum-dum club, was they stole that idea, they stole the name even, but then they, they made it in the Philippines. Now, would you sue them 
or would you let them do that just to look at it and laugh and go yeah. check this out? I don't, I don't know if Letterman was aware, but he must have been. I, some of, but there's also a German one. Oh, really? well, there I, was I, a German Letterman as well. What was that called? But that's just creepy. When, yeah, it was. Um, oh my god, can't remember the guy's name now. I'll remember it before we're done. Obviously, there was a Paul yeah. involved. Though. There was. There was. Oh, what was it? It was like a Helmut, like a Helmut Schmidt show or something. It was. Uh, yeah, or Gerhardt or Man, something. What were their stupid human tricks would have been yeah, over in Germany? Know, yeah. <laughs> um, well, what I heard was that they actually, like Letterman and all the crew over there was well aware of the show and that they would get videotapes sent over there and go, check this I out. I don't know. I was too scared to bring it up. Oh, I didn't. Man. Yeah, they didn't have IMDb back then. Yeah. So, couldn't have so it wasn't on the CV? Yeah, it wasn't. No, it wasn't on the CV. Oh, man. That's, I am going to, you know, show my young age here, but it is, like, it is remarkable to me having grown up with the internet, that there was a time yeah. where that could just happen. It was just the wild no one west. would ever find out about it. Yeah. Like, I'd love it if someone naively tried that on now. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. You can't even repeat a joke. If you do a spot on any Tonight Show now, mm. if yeah. you repeat a joke, you get called out for it. Because well, it's all on, yeah, everyone's watching it Yeah, because YouTube they'll go, oh, he did that, you know, uh, 20 years ago, that joke. And you go, oh, Christ. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so you're, it's, I guess it's good. Yeah, like today, if, if in Australia they made a new Tonight Show and just had this host with big red hair and a big fat sidekick called Andy, and went, what? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just a coincidence. Oh, that's, yeah, right. come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was, oh, was it weird, like... Masturb- masturbating kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this, this actually does have legs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so was this, uh, was it weird, like, going from, like, going from working on The Tonight Live to then, you know, the, like, kind of the real deal... Was it a little bit like, you know, like going into your neighbor's house and they've got like a much nicer house than you? And you're like, whoa, this is a, this is um, legit in here. A, a much more stressful house. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, it was, it was, I'd never worked on, I mean, Tonight Live was on, uh, I don't know, I don't think it was on five nights a week. I think it was maybe three, maybe oh, four. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. And then he had a guest host. So that's right. It, um, uh, Letterman, I've never worked so hard in my life. We would eat all three meals of the day there. Right. And and literally write 12 hours a day, nonstop. I mean, not just be there 12 hours a day, write 12 hours a day. Mm-hmm. From the time you woke up to the time you, from nine to nine, I was writing every day. I was writing wow. 75 to 100 jokes a day, just right. under pressure. Yeah. Yeah, it was insane. It was a great learning experience, but it was, it was horrible on your, on your body and your, Mind and everything. It just and hard to have a personal life, I'd imagine. Yeah, you're just always you couldn't turn off your comedy brain. So that that explains why you said you worked for two years because immediately I think, man, why didn't you stay there for longer? But it sounds like that's probably physically (laughs) impossible. It was, and then I went. I went. I had an on-air job after that. I I went to and worked for Michael Moore on TV Nation, where as a correspondent. Yeah, awesome. And so I had to uh, write, and and that was equally stressful. I mean. People who have TV shows uh, aren't usually the most uh, laid-back people. Yeah. Now, Chris Rock was the exception, but uh, those two guys were both wired pretty tightly. Right. Um, Michael and David. It's great how much name drop there was just in that one story. It's so hard to know which avenue <laughs> yeah, to go sorry, down. Yeah, that was pathetic. No, no, that's good. No, no I didn't mean good. to drop names. I was good. just comparing. No, 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 no,
I guess he's quite known for being a bit of an intense dude in the work in the workplace. Like yeah, just I think with he's the way different. he treats his back. stuff. He's no, he treats you really well. He right. just has high standards. He's really he's a great guy, Letterman. I mean, uh he's not perfect, mm. who is, but um I kind of uh feel in, indebted to him for everything. He gave me my first shot on uh, on television as a comic and then my first writing gig and then I was able to do other stuff with that and then I still go on the show so I absolutely have um, tremendous respect for him Which, but he wants to, he wanted to be he he wanted to be the best and yeah. he was that that of course brings up one of the the best things on Letterman I've ever seen, which maybe I think was the last time you went on when he then plugged your show and went, and David Letterman is saying on here, oh, if you like Jeff Stilson, uh, catch him. He's doing a show in Adelaide this month. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he said, but he mentioned Glenn and Mick, which was fantastic. It oh, made right. me laugh because, you know, I, Glenn Robbins and Mick the Malone. last time I had been on stage before the Letterman uh, spot was Darwin. Right. <laughs> with, with Glenn and, and Mick, it's true, and I, I'm, I might have, I'm sure I've told you the story before, but flew from Darwin to be on Letterman, right? And it worked out really well because I got to plug the Adelaide Fringe Festival, <laughs> and up to that point, I had done nothing for our show. Yeah. Those guys go on the radio; people want them. Nobody wants me on the radio here. No one gives a crap. So I go, God damn it! I have to contribute somewhat to this. So I at least got to do a Letterman spot mm. and uh, and he said we'll be appearing at the Adelaide Fringe Festival with uh, Aussie, Australian uh, comedy legends Glenn Robbins and Mick Malloy right so he said that on the air and then I can and I was giggling to myself it relaxed me and I'm still fighting jet lag and I come out and I couldn't find my mark <laughs> and I so it, you know I'm thinking to myself you've come uh, 5,000 miles or whatever it is 7,500 miles just to get lost in the last 15 <laughs> feet i couldn't find my mark so and then i'm giggling like a moron to myself thinking this is hilarious i can't and at some point you just stop you know i saw letterman's mark so i go well it's got to be around here somewhere right but the camera had to find it but it, it, it was fine i like how that's the one thing that you did for the show and it's letterman but you probably came back and 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 malloy and robbins probably went yeah good one you got us at like an ad at 11 45 at <laughs> night on channel 10 who's watching <laughs> no. that yeah no. yeah we just did a spot on the peanut gallery so where's your contribution <laughs> yeah um i like the idea that like you know you, you kill on letterman and then like there's all these people in new york wanting to see it so the travel agencies start like <laughs> special adelaide fringe festival yeah. packages from like new york to and and the, and the tourists in new york are going down to those half-price tick centers in Ten times square going adelaide where's the <laughs> yeah. the jeff stilson show yeah, in adelaide off 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 broadway off, 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 off. Yeah. <laughs> he said he was very funny though he said uh, so if you happen to be in adelaide on business or pleasure <laughs> Make sure. He doesn't know Adelaide Check very it, well. Yeah, no, <laughs> anyway, so it was fun. It was it was uh, my uh, tiny contribution to uh, publicizing the uh, the Fringe Festival. Tiny, tiny, yeah. Your tiny little fifteenth spot yeah. on Letterman. How many? How many spots no, on I've Letterman? Done, I've done ten. Ten. Oh, sorry. I've done ten. Only ten. Disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was important though. But here's the thing. This is what's really sad. And, and uh, but anyway, when uh, I'm proud of it. That's my fourth decade. Oh. Being on the show. Oh, wow. that, and that's when you're old. I was on in the 80s, uh, 89, 90s. Uh, uh, what is it called? Not the thousands. Noughties. The noughties. The noughties. Yuck. And then the... Uh, teens? Is it the teens? Ten, the, is that what it is? is it, I don't, I don't know, think it has ten, anything yet, ten, does it? Ten, teens. It must be teens. Really? That sounds weird. I would have thought it is. Hmm. Well, that's, so you're just like Kylie Minogue. You know, she's had a, oh. hit, a hit in every uh, oh, decade. I can, I, can, I can only hope. Yeah, yeah. You are comedy's Kylie <laughs> Minogue. 
That's yeah. Do you, do you have a do you have a sibling that's a lot less talented than yourself out there? Or <laughs> my, I have an older brother who actually did stand up briefly. Oh, some yeah. some hacker probably only was... did about six spots on London. <laughs> he did uh, he did a, a few spots. We started in Seattle, and but it was really rough back then. So I mean, if you had a bad spot, it would be enough to scare you away from the microphone forever, and that's what happened. Right. So. Um, now you've had like you've got all these great credits. So like uh, for example, um, uh, Ali Ali G. You worked on the Ali G show, didn't you? Yeah. Um, that's see that blows me away. That's such a that was the, the the American version. That was kind of the American translator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was show. so you were writing. I was writing and producing. Writing and producing. Yeah. So that means you were you were you were there when it was all happening. You were like yeah. hands on producing stuff like that. Well, I mean, look at uh, Sasha doesn't need anybody. He's, right. He 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 knows what he's doing. He had two great guys. One of them, the director, ended up uh, helping to create Flight of the Concords. Yep. Um, and uh, a couple of the other guys, you know, helped write Borat the movie. So yep. they don't need you. you. You're kind of there to. Um, tell them what what will work in the states and what won't work. What what the the American equivalent is to um, uh, a sketch they might have done in the UK, right? Because it it's not a as you as it would be here. It's not a direct translation. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. certain things like we, polo's not big in the states, so we you know we couldn't go to some polo club and, and do what they did in the UK. Yeah, there's a sort of a bit of a class system over there that probably doesn't yeah. exist as much in in, Austra- in in America. And and so it was kind of my job to say, well, maybe this will work. And then also to write. Yeah, it's but called Sidewalk, this, yeah. not Footpath. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> well, I don't like to Is reduce he? my role down to that, but <laughs> thanks, <Carl. laughs> <laughs> thanks. Is he? He's, he'd be a guy who'd be very much uh, like in character, a lot the whole time is he like is is he one of those dudes who yeah like, no you you have to because yeah. people believe you people believe that this is real yeah because I read so, a thing about him where so he's... they think that you know you re- refer to him as Mr. Dutbayev yeah you know, right he's not he's not Borat he's Mr. Dutbayev and and I'm there because I've been hired by Mr. Dutbayev and yeah, his yeah. production company in Kazakhstan to because <laughs> I read so, a thing that when yeah. he was doing the movie that uh, Borat that he's even got like. He's bought like underpants from like Kazakhstan or whatever, and he oh, wears he's, them he's, when he's, he's in character. He's incredibly clever. He, he, he <laughs> just so that if he gets down, busted and has to strip for whatever reason, he gives him cigarettes and stuff from Kazakhstan. He, he's you would buy it, even yeah. If Great. you if you didn't know what was happening, you would believe it because it, 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 he really uh, comes across as someone who's never been uh, outside of Kazakhstan. Yeah. Right. It's it's humiliating though because you know you are. I just remember some moments where it gets very tense. You know, you're you're going to places <laughs> that you wouldn't go otherwise, like the South. Yeah, parts of the South where you know everyone has a gun. Yes, and you know, uh, Sasha wants to get as much uh, on tape as possible. So at one point, he's he's saying, "As Borat, you know, go knock on these doors." And let's get some more interviews. Do the voice. <laughs> I guess Sorry. Matthew's had to pitch in the voice. And you're going, I don't want, I'm not going to go you knock to... on the on the, on the the doors of strangers. Yeah. You did have to pitch. You had to pitch in, jokes yeah. in the voice. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, met to you. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you probably don't think it's awesome by Jesus the way that you Christ. still haven't done the voice. <laughs> and uh, you're going, no, I'm not going to. And I'm not going to go knock on doors here because uh, I don't want to be shot. Yeah. And then Borat, 
gets mad because he wants you to do this. Now you're being screamed at by an imaginary character. It's And you're going, I can't believe I'm a grown man and I'm being yelled at by an imaginary person right now. And I'm, you know, arguing back with Mr. Dutbayev. <laughs> Calling him by that name? Yeah, you know, no, Mr. Dutbayev. You don't even know where reality ends. And, Did you have a lot yeah. of uh, any, like, near misses, like, during the interviews where you sort of... You know, oh, it's yeah. starting it's to turn getting rumbled. Yeah, horrible things happen. You can read about them online. They're right. just awful. Like, yeah, we went to the Nashville Opera. And uh, it's it's a weird thing to watch when, you know, they figure out who he is. Yeah. Because you can see the guy who sees him and the eyes light up. He goes to someone else. That person goes to someone else. <laughs> and pretty soon it's it's this ripple effect. And you see the wave come at you <laughs> and then you're just stuck there and and you have to defend yourself and i i always had what i could do is pretend i didn't know i'm just the american producer really yeah <laughs> he's he's a comedian <laughs> and and then you just try to get out of there alive. and they, they don't have imdb at that stage they, they can't look up jeff still you don't and, have and see that you've way, done yeah. 10 spots on letterman you don't have security yeah. Mr. Dubayev does. All right. Yes. <laughs> but all those people who've worked it out, they've yeah. all had to tell each other in the voice as well. So that must sort of balance yeah, it out a little bit. Anyway, it's it's uh, it takes a certain. I mean, I don't I don't know how he does it. He's uh, incredibly courageous because it's a it's a it's horribly stressful. Yeah. When you're in, uh, we were in a country uh, music club in Oklahoma City, mm -hmm. and uh, he's singing. Um, Throw another Jew down the well. I think was the name of the song. Do you remember that? Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. And people are getting upset, and you've got a he you have headphones on and a clipboard, and you're the one that they're going to direct their wrath at. And and I just I have four kids. I can't. I can't be. I can't die for this. That's all. I. That's all that would go through my head. Is yeah. I have four kids. Yeah. This is not how I'm going to die. Yeah. But you it's really a, it's feel a, it's a single man's game uh, working for a pretend <laughs> Kazakhstani. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't even know if it's a single man. I don't. I don't. I don't know how he does. It's a very specific skill set. Yeah, you know, and he created it. That's what's amazing. It's yeah, really. It's. Uh, I mean, it's sketch comedy within candid camera. Yeah, I mean, you want to believe it's more than candid camera, but. That's what makes it work. Well, um, so you've worked on that. You've, I'm still trawling through your IMDb. You've worked on, you know, like I said, incredibly impressive list of a few things. stinkers in there too. No, well, yeah. we'll get to them. <laughs> <laughs> the Academy Award, the Emmys, the Grammys, the MTV Video Music Awards. Yeah, I got to see Madonna and uh, Britney Spears make out. Oh, really? Did you write that? Didn't write it. No. <laughs> Wish I would have. You had to pitch it as Madonna. But we were there for we were there for rehearsal, and all of a sudden they're just making out oh, in, in rehearsal. rehearsal yeah, yes. Going, oh, yes. And someone said, "Stick with that." <laughs> yeah, that will work. Wow. Um. So all positive experiences. And then, or? really, a lot of uh, got to work on the Grammys the year that Elton John and Eminem performed. Oh yeah. And they had like SWAT guys in the auditorium because they'd both received death threats. Oh. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Oh wow. Yeah. Because it was right. Right. Because, because be of all the uh, homophobia and right. yeah. Oh yeah, right, man. That's uh, that's crazy. Um, at the uh, so what about the what about the Oscars? Oscars are fun. Chris was the host. I also worked. Oh um, right, okay. Did Ellen DeGeneres host the Academy Awards? Or just the Emmys. Oh, I'm not sure she's I hosted. I thought she did the, the Oscars, Oscars too. Um, Maybe not. 
uh, um, and then I wrote with uh, John Stewart on those a couple times too. Um, those are, those are fun because you know the jokes are you're writing jokes for the whole world. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Now, um, just like this. Yeah, <laughs> we do we do have yeah. plenty of American listeners. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and the, the the Philippines Dum Dum Club is going to have a field day with this episode. Oh, they pick it apart. I forgot to tell you. I forgot to say that we had our um, Hong Kong listener. Oh, one half of our Hong Kong listenership. We have two Hong Kong listeners. <laughs> And we that, had, we, that we like to think are not friends, like they don't know, they haven't put each other onto the show. Yeah, because if you, right. if, you if you look at the Facebook page, you can see where all your fans come from. We're the fans of the Little Dum Dum Club, and it's like you know, majority Australia, majority Melbourne, Sydney, right. America. Then it goes to like dregs, and it goes to like two people in Philippines, <laughs> one person in Israel, stuff like that. So I put out on the show a couple of weeks ago that uh, you know a shout out to the the two Philippines listeners. Hopefully that they don't know each other and they can come together. They bring the little dum dum club can bring people together. Well, half of the the, the Hong Kong <laughs> listenership has emailed me yes. to say yes, thanks for the shout out. Really? And he he hasn't met the the other uh, <laughs> Filipino dum dummer yet, but uh, he has high hopes. Oh man, that's so good. Some sort of Philippine love connection. We you can should do. Oh, um, wow. You should do a podcast from Hong Kong. Well, he'll probably <laughs> he'll probably do the the pirate little dum dum. Club uh, yeah. Philippines edition. Oh, You're right. Wow. With, uh, what if we try and get him in touch with the other Hong Kong listener, and they get together, and then they do yeah. the bootleg Hong Kong yes. Dum Dum Club? Please and other, send it in. Please other Hong Kong listener. Yes. Please get call in, in. Get in touch with us, and we'll put them together, yeah. and then they can record it. We'll play it on this show. <laughs> I cannot think of anything better. A Hong Kong reenactment of the Dum Dum Club. Oh wow! What sort of guests can you get over there in Hong Kong? <laughs> I can't think of anyone. <laughs> well, Je- Adelaide's coming up. Jeff can fly over oh, to yeah, Adelaide yeah, Fringe Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Plug that on the fake Filipino David Letterman show. <laughs> I'm going to try to get another spot to do With this. With Paul Nguyen. Uh, is that a name? I don't know. No. That is a name. Yeah, that's a that name. That you've made up. Um, so, and you've also done a lot of this. Now, these are such interesting names to be attached to you. And, of course, they're not surprising to you because you did them. But they're surprising to me that you're producing history like the Ellen show, you've you've mentioned Ellen De- DeGeneres already. You, you you worked on that show? No, not on that show. I did well. One of her sitcoms I worked on. Oh, okay. Is that the, not? Is that the Ellen? That's the Ellen. I show. I don't know which one. They're all like the Ellen show or the Ellen oh, DeGeneres Ellen, show. Oh, yeah, or yeah, Ellen, right, right. But right, not right. the 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 talk show she has now is called. What's that? Just Ellen. Just Ellen. Ellen. Yeah. And then there's the I, I don't know what she's a bit all like called. Lucy Lucy yeah, Ball. Yeah, absolutely. Lucy here's Lucy the the Lucy show. Yeah. yeah there, she's, were, um, there were two sitcoms like a, a pre gay and a post gay like a pre, pre coming out and a post coming out. Oh, was it? I think so. Well, the so. very first sitcom she she came out in. Yeah. Toward the end. Yeah. And then she had another sitcom where I think she was gay the whole time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then she has the talk show where she's just Ellen. She's still so. gay though. Yeah. Oh, she's still getting. She, yeah, yeah, she's. Right. Uh, she has a. <laughs> her partner's. Her partner's from Geelong. That's right. Yeah. Portia de Rossi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amanda yeah. Rogers. That's her real <laughs> <Yeah>. name. <laughs> really? Yeah, Mandy oh, Rogers from oh. Geelong. Oh, okay. But uh, Ellen, by the way, is the best. Has the best uh, shit detector of anyone I've ever worked for. She is so great at picking jokes. Right. right. Yeah. She's. She's. She's fun to write for, Ellen. Well, if, if, because if, she, you're, if you're any good, I presume. No, 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 no. no <laughs> if you're bad, her, it wouldn't be a very good job. Her style is so different from other comedians. You know, a lot of comics, when it comes to monologue, it's pretty much interchangeable. Yeah. Um, most comics, really. I mean, I think what you'd write for Bill Maher, uh, you could write for Jimmy Kimmel or Letterman or Leno. Um, but Ellen really has a, a distinct voice. Yeah. 
and she's so good at picking jokes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, she's a, she's a lot of fun to work for. Yeah. She, oh yeah. I mean, she's, she's so entertaining that I find myself watching her show and then go, why am I watching this show? Why am I, why am I watching a funny Oprah? But, Sadly enough, when I first started doing stand up, I worked with her on the road and this was before she was out and I kind of had a crush on her. Oh, <laughs> yes. yeah. Yes. And then you're going, wow. And nothing happened? Yeah. Nothing definitely happened? Mm. Sure? No, never. You could, you could use this forum to put that out there. I know you didn't. Never acted on I it. I know you didn't say that you made Kinda out with glad. Ellen on the panel, but you could say it on this if you wanted to. You can even make that up if you want to. That I made out with Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Osbournes. The Osbournes. Oh, sorry. the Osbournes. The Osbournes. Yeah. The Osbournes. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that was a great gig. Yeah? Yeah. And I didn't know it was a reality show at the time. We just thought we were making a comedy documentary and there was no uh genre really of these yeah was that sort of like the first reality show well wasn't it we never considered it a reality show i mean my background is comedy so all it was was a documentary that was cut to comedy we didn't set up anything right we just followed them all day long but they must have known that they were sort of going to be funny or something no no. Whenever they tried to be funny, we'd cut it out. Right. It wasn't right. funny. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. when someone tries to be funny and that's not their job, it, it, no, you'd all the stuff, they were always shocked when they saw the episode. Yeah. Because you're going, well, that, that's nothing. Right. And that was the goal. Yeah, yeah, right. Because they were being themselves. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is you can cut to the stuff together over, you know, a long period of time. So they'd forgotten from day to day what, what they'd said the day before and yeah um so when the episodes would come together there would be an arc there and they couldn't even believe it and it was upsetting to them <laughs> because they didn't think that's the stuff that would be in the show but sharon they're all great yeah. they're really good people yeah and and it was it's tragic i'm almost embarrassed now because it look what it's uh it gave birth to you know the kardashian yeah, all yeah. this shit it, it it's uh anyway it, it wasn't meant to be this way yeah <laughs> <laughs> it really the the only reason the show the show turned into kind of a soap opera the second year because sharon got cancer right and ozzy yeah. fell off the wagon he was sober in the first year so he was and how did you was, pitch, how money. did you pitch these ideas the uh, yeah, <laughs> sharon, yeah yeah get to uh, uh stage three uh, uh liver cancer whatever it was oh that was yours it was uh yeah um <laughs> Uh, so it fell apart. The show fell apart. It became yeah. a soap opera. And, and anyway, it's uh, kind of sad about that now because we've got all these other hor- horrific shows. And even they've got – some of them are all still doing shows. Like Kelly's had a few different shows. Yeah, Kelly's on a shows. show, I think, with um, Joan Rivers now. Right. Which is um, which is actually good for her. And then Jack has had a show and Sharon has like nine shows. Yeah. And then Ozzy's just being Ozzy. He's, yeah. he's reuniting with Black Sabbath. Oh, is he? Yeah. Wow. How is he going? Is he traveling okay? Because oh, was... he's doing great. He's, oh, he's he's sober. Yeah, he's oh, he's yeah. he's fine. He's really he's great. He's hysteric. He's the funniest guy I've ever met in my life. Right, and he doesn't try to be. He's just he sees the world differently. Yeah, than anybody else. Yeah, he's he's just a wonderful personality. Right, great life. But anyway, well, here's my favorite things that you're associated with on IMDb: uh, the 1998 VH1 Fashion Awards. And the well, Victoria's Ellen, Secret fashion show. Okay, now that one, you can guess why I did that. They're actually, they're actually produced. Did you even get paid? Yeah, we did, actually. Uh, okay, let me explain myself, or try. Oh, I hope, Ellen I hope, hosted, I hope your story is worse. Ellen hosted the VH1 uh, Fashion Awards. Your girlfriend. 
uh, Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So another opportunity to, yep. to score. <laughs> um, so Ellen was the host of that, so it's always fun to work for her. All right, that one's easy to explain. Victoria's Secret, um, what year was that? Uh, it doesn't say. It, it was, say. I believe it was um, a year after nine one one. You and You and Giselle have so been wanting was, to work on something for a while. And sure. Rupert, um, the actor. Uh, Everett. Rupert Everett? Yeah. Yeah. He was the host, and the producer was the same guy who did the Fashion Awards. Now, if you remember, uh, this is also old, but I'll, I'll tell you anyway. The um, uh, He's the same guy. Joel Gallon is his name. He, the character um, from Zoolander, yep. came out of oh, right. his show. So there used to be a lot of comedy in those shows. Right, right, right. So I believe it came out of the Fashion Awards. Right. Uh, Zoolander. So um, anyway, comics used to work on the on the VH1 Fashion Awards. Victoria's Secret can't really just plead guilty to that. Uh, <laughs> I, what, did you, what did you do? What did you? Well, we wrote for Rupert, and and he was great. Actually, kind people of wrote talk all on that stuff. Show. <laughs> yeah, no, they used to. Now, it's evolved. The show's evolved. They kind of figured out down the track that people weren't tuning in for comedy. Oh damn! So I, I was I was they, hoping that yeah. maybe Naomi Campbell used to walk down the runway and then go. Oh, where are you guys from? Indiana? <laughs> no, there was, no, basically there was a lot of that. I mean, not the models doing comedy, but but the host right. would try to do little funny sketches and stuff. But um, but I took that gig, too, because I had moved from New York to L.A. Um, basically a few months after 911, And that was being taped in New York, and it was an opportunity to go back to New York, mm. which, you know, I love the city. Yeah. So, anyway, but... It's Victoria's Secret. Yeah, and 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 the the last little tidbit of of, of info that I've drained from your IMDb page, and then we'll we'll leave your history alone. <laughs> this is my favourite sounding thing: is that you worked on the Kellogg's Pop Tarts comedy video. Do you even remember oh, what that, that was? Is? <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was Ellen's favourite cereal. <laughs> Paula Pound stuff. Ah, yeah, um, that was a stand-up comedy gig. And it was back in the heyday of stand-up when they were just offering you, uh, they were offering you all these shows to do, and that was one of them. And it was I just remember it being good money, right? Yeah. And then I think we were on the box of we were on the back of Pop Tarts. Oh, awesome! Now, and you don't have Pop Tarts here, do you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Do we? Because we they I think they had them here for a bit, like locally. Yeah. Okay. If but someone offered you a gig where you could be on the back of Tim Tams, <laughs> yeah. Okay, you do it. I'd you? be yeah. on the back right. of. Uh, well, we've talked on this show about how low we will go for any kind of endorsement. I'd be on the back of Black and Gold. Oh, I'd be on anything. So going on the back of Pop Tarts now is low. <laughs> no, now, uh, all right. no, 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 no. I'm saying Pop Tarts is it's, high. It's, I would go low. I would go low. I would. It's low on the Pop Tarts is iconic. Yeah. <laughs> no, it really was. No, it was, it, but no, it was. So that was the sweetest gig you could know, get. But there was some, I think it was also that if you had so many, uh, what are those called, box tops? Yeah. Remember yeah, when yeah. you'd send, if you collected box tops, you'd send away and get stuff like yeah, yeah. it was a decoder ring or whatever. Yeah. Talking Jeff Stilson well, this is, It was that crazy <laughs> stand-up that you could, you could send away if you had enough uh, Pop-Tarts box tops and get the stand-up tape of, ah, cool. the, of us. Doing, we, we get it. It was a sweet gig, and it, and, and it. it wasn't all just Pop Tarts material either. You could do. <laughs> was there ever a other time? Stuff. Was there ever a time where you had to to weigh up whether you wanted to do the Kellogg's Pop Tart gig or another Letterman? No, <laughs> no. It was a wonderful time because you could. You're constantly doing um, 
uh, stand-up specials. Yeah. I, I'm I'm vested in AFTRA. Um, to be vested in AFTRA, which is the Actors uh, Guild in the States, you have to make a certain amount of money um, for seven years in a row. I'm vested purely from stand-up shows. Wow. That's how big it was back yeah, in, the, yeah, yeah. in the, again, this is, I mean, it's like talking about vaudeville. But from uh, 90 to 95, that's how insane it was. There was just one show after another on the air. So I imagine it couldn't be too fruity with the language, with it, with it being a breakfast-themed a breakfast themed comedy show. No, well, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't save up the box tops and actually get the tape. <laughs> I don't, and I don't think they gave us one for free. Oh, that would be, but I do remember oh, it paid well. That. Right, it, the you know, there's money in pop tarts. That would be awesome That's, if you got yeah. if you got like what what is it in America? What's the uh, uh, Wheaties? You get the football players on yeah. the Wheaties. Well, it, it, you it get was Jeff Stilson on the front of, of the pop tarts. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. Pa, do you know Paula Poundstone, the comedian? Yes. She she, she used to do a bit. She was. She was pretty big in the States, and she used to do a bit about Pop-Tarts. So I think the Pop-Tarts people approached her, <laughs> oh, awesome. and she was the host of the show. This is the way I remember it. And then um, they booked some comics on, and, and she must have done her Pop-Tart bit up top. <laughs> And uh, and then we just did our material. Oh man, I got to start writing more bits about Mrs. Fields' cookies. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm telling you, it, 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 if you do stuff like that, it it can pay off. What was the set like for this? No, for there this, wasn't uh, a pop tarts gig. <laughs> You've got it's your... like a, you're in a giant toaster. Yeah, no, yeah. It was, I think it was not done so much. As... I was walking down the street, but I was enjoying breakfast yeah. before. And <laughs> no, I mean, many people like, like pop tarts. <laughs> I mean, set yeah. in like the dressing of the stage. I'd love it if they'd gone all out and made it like a full on. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. You, you popped out of a toaster to start with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it was, I'm not sure, I think it was just done at the improv. Okay, right. So. That's cool. There's not enough of that anymore, that cool sending box tops away for stuff. Yeah. Did yeah. we ever send box tops away here? Was it more just I like... Did. Yeah, oh, I did. Oh, did you? I, yeah, I sent away um, um, packets of Maggi two-minute noodles to get a little Bugs Bunny spoon. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Maggi tuna. Do, how old were you? I thought the only people that ate that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the only people that ate that stuff were like poor 18 year olds in their first year of uni. No, when I was a little kid, I'd have them. Yeah. I was exciting, thought, wasn't it? It was exciting. And when you got that last box top yeah. and you sent it off and you go, oh, is it and then you, oh, and I, I love arrive, getting, just getting mail. Stuff in the mail. Yeah. 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 Stuff in the mail with yeah. your name on it. How good was that's, that? That's the reason I spend so much money on Amazon. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. the sweet thing yeah. of a big box in yeah. here. Oh, God, it's good. Christmas was disappointing this year because I didn't get what I wanted. What I want is when I send away to Amazon and I yeah. get a pass yeah. in the mail with yeah. everything that I've chosen. For Christmas, I just get my girlfriend always just picks something I'm never going to use. This is what my girlfriend got me this year for Christmas. Oh, awesome. Uh, she got me a tennis racket. <laughs> Because she wants I don't to play, play tennis. tennis. Yeah. She wants to play yeah. tennis. She just bought <laughs> no, herself a tennis ma- membership. So she's bought me a, a, a tennis racket. And now, and so I've got the racket. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll go and play tennis. But now I've got to go and buy some white shorts and white shirts and stuff so that I don't look out of place at the tennis club. That's what I've got to go and pay money to look like a dork. <laughs> you oh, basically man. end up just buying people stuff that you want. Yeah. And then you end up borrowing it from them. That's yeah. That's amazing. My uh, my girlfriend's mum uh, gave her money. Having, having said that, I don't know whether I should reveal this or not, but I guess I'm I'm not completely uh, scot-free with the same sort of a deal. I, I This has been in consultation yes. with her. This is what my girlfriend's uh, getting. Anytime, anytime you start to say <laughs> something and then you need to give a lot of context and yes. a lot of setting up and a lot I of really justification. I think I really do need to do this. 
Oh. But she's getting it. I'm getting her. And again, I can't stress this enough. This is what she wants. But I'm getting her a gym membership. So it's not a me. Uh, yeah, no, okay. Yeah, yeah I think that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. That's a tough one, yeah. Wow. It's yeah. not like, it's not a straight down the line. Like, okay, I want, you to, I want you to play tennis and I want you to lose 20 kilos. It's not that. It's <laughs> she, she wants How long that. have you been going out? Uh, I think five years. Five years? Yeah. Wow, you're brave. Yeah, I know. Five years in and you're saying you're fat. Uh, no, no. <laughs> oh, thank God she never hey. listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> and the Christmas card yeah. you got her had Dumbo on the front of it, so that's uh, that's extra. My my girlfriend's mum gave her money, um, but to, she she also thought, you know, because just giving someone money, you, you know, you want to open something, you know, so she got her just something small to open. But what she got her was, uh, she opens it and it's a book and it's a book about incense. Like just a big book about the history of incense. My girlfriend's not uh, in any way. What? It's not like an interest of hers. It's not a passion. It's just this How weird book. How could it book. not be? <laughs> yeah. It's just this weird book that her mum found and went, oh, you know, just so you've got something to open. And she's like, you could have also found something that I would like, you know, something that would be in some way useful or You, you could have gone to the shop and bought this rather than find it in the shed. Yeah, yeah. It's like no one's on purpose. I'm, I'm so tempted to re-gift now. Yeah. Not even re-gift stuff that I just haven't used that much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tempted just well, to wrap up. Here's the awkward one for me because I spent the I day. Might give my, might give my girlfriend a tennis racket next year. I'm sure she'll never notice that one. But, yeah. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> just don't give her any Pop-Tart. Sounds like she doesn't need yeah. any of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, in Man. consultation with her, Especially that's where the they comment. frosted ones. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, don't no. No I'm, Stilson videotapes for yeah. your girlfriend. I just remember she has started listening to them. <laughs> she's, she's figured out how to listen to them in her car. She's figured out. No, she has. No, she's stupid and fat. <laughs> no, no. She's a winner. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it's not going. I have a moronic uh, tubby <laughs> girlfriend. Yes. Oh, how did you ever get a gig writing in America? She's figured like out. Oh my uh, god! Because she listened. Because she. Yeah. Oh, this is what happened in, in the car the other day. She started. She went. Oh, she's we... in the car. She's not going to walk anywhere. Oh shit! <laughs> she um. The she... guy in Hong Kong right now. Is going, Jesus. I'm not going to be. He means like the girlfriend. <laughs> Why he so mean? Oh, great. Oh. Now I've done a racist voice. Oh, no. Minus no. two. Yeah, minus two trouble. for this episode. Oh, man. Yeah. That's, well, that's the sort of joke you're going to be pitching to the uh, Hong Kong David yeah, Letterman you gotta, show. So. <laughs> you got to do it in their voice. Yeah. Uh. Um, she has been listening to them in the car because we went on a trip and she went, oh, let's listen to your show. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. Your little show. Yeah, your little show. This isn't your little talky talk. Who are you talking to now? Your little oh, friend. Is it really your called? Little, your little friend from school, Tommy? Or... <laughs> oh, is it really called the little dum-dum? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we listened to a couple of episodes on the way down. I'm like, oh, what do you think of that joke? And, you know, whatever. And then she went, <laughs> and she went oh, well, let's listen to this one. And she put on the episode where it's just me and you talking about going to America. <laughs> and it starts with a story about me looking at pornography on the plane mm-hmm. and it got halfway through that story and the lead up to it and I went, oh, I'm sick of listening to our podcast. Let's put some music on. She's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? This is getting interesting. I'm like, no, no, no. I'd much rather listen to Joy <laughs> FM and these gay anthems that are on at the moment. <laughs> Clunk. And, it, like, and I got away with it. But then a day later, it was just paused on that thing. So a day later, she took a trip and came back and went, yeah, so listen to the rest of that episode. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. You mm-hmm. uh, got up to a bit of fun in New 